Welcome to Janolaism. I am your host, Jasmine Nola, and this is my podcast where I say what I want and I keep it real. I discuss celeb gossip, reality TV, and everything I'm going through weekly. While I talk, I'm usually sipping my drink of choice. Now, that would have been my intro probably three years ago, but things have changed, and we are adding a new segment called Realish. This is going to be where I'm either talking about serious topics going on in the world or interviewing someone about a certain topic, whether it be race in America, becoming a mother, a business owner, so on, so on. You get it. I'm going to have a different guest every week. They're usually my friends or my family and sometimes literally a total stranger. So sit back and enjoy. This is my advice, my opinion, and as you all know, you can either take it or leave it. Hi, everybody. Welcome back for another episode of Jay Nolaism. I am back, and there is just one little thing that is different. Um, I am married. Well, technically not legally, because I, I sent back my license, but I'm still waiting on this certificate. But, I mean, like, let's not get technical. Technically, I walked down the aisle. I said I do. And that's where we are right now. So this is my first episode as a married woman. It is exciting. It feels um, not much different than before, but a little bit. So let's just dive in, shall we? So I posted on my personal Instagram and asked you guys to give me some questions of what you wanted to know. Obviously, no surprise, you all said wedding, What's it feel like being married? And then a few of you just wrote everything. So, you know, let's just talk. You know, I love to talk. So let's just go for it. So let's start with wedding planning. I think I made it very clear in previous episodes how much I hated it, how stressful it is. And if I'm being 100% honest, my mom did most of the planning. I was only a part of, I would say at least... I think my mom would say I was a part of like 10%. I'm going to say I think I was a part of at least 35% of the planning. And that still is not a lot of planning, but it stressed me out enough that I couldn't give it 100%. So to my girls that are doing it like 100% with no planner, no help from their parents, especially your mom taking over, you know, God bless and I hope that you're getting through this. Um, if you are not, send me your address and I will send you a bottle of wine because you'll need it. Because I needed one. I was making a margarita at least every night. Margaritas, plural. You know, so it's not easy. Oh, doing a list and the addresses, invitations. You know, it's it's taking me back. I'm getting PTSD and I don't think I would do it again. I kept joking and saying like, if this doesn't work out, I'll never get married again. But no, seriously, if this doesn't work out, I will never get married again. I, I, I would just go to the courthouse. I don't even think I would go to the court. I don't even know what I would do. I just know I would never do this again. It's too much. Only two minutes in and my mouth is dry. I need water. Okay, so let me say this. Let's talk about the wedding. I had a great time. There were some things that went um, not exactly how I planned it. And now looking back, there are some things that I wish I might have done differently. But it would only be a part of the planning process. There was nothing that happened that day that I hated or 
I didn't want. Um, but there are some things where like, oh, if I would have put more time into planning or been more a part of this, then it could have been the way I would have wanted it exactly. But if I'm being honest, there were things that I just didn't even know I wanted until I saw them the day of and I was like, oof, like didn't love that. I, I would have liked maybe that to be a little different. Didn't hate it, but was like, mm, yeah, didn't. Or there were just things I didn't think of, I would say. Um, but regardless, it I talked about this a lot. It was a weekend wedding. I had a beautiful time. I think everyone had a great time that was there. Um, I don't see how anyone couldn't have. We were drinking from the time before we even got there. We took a bus um, from Jersey to Pennsylvania to the venue. And we had started drinking from the time we got on the bus. You know, like, honestly, lying. I, I started drinking, I picked my maid of honor up on Tuesday night and me and her uh, popped open a bottle of champagne and drank it before bed. So I actually started drinking Tuesday night, Wednesday night, another bridesmaid got, well, Wednesday morning, another bridesmaid got here, two of Robbie's groomsmen got here. We all had dinner and drank that night as well. Thursday morning, we woke up. We packed our bags. Well, Robbie and I, everyone else obviously was packed because they were at our house. And then we went to the bus. And then as soon as we got to the bus, we were also drinking. So, and then obviously the weekend began with the rehearsal dinner and all of that. So one thing I would um, push for people to do, I would say to, I would say forget the one big day. And if you could do Fendi, he's upset because he wasn't invited. Um, but I would say if you could, to do at least a two day, th I would have loved, like me and my mom kept joking. She was like, if I had the money, like if we were like the Obamas or like Beyonce and Jay-Z, like we would have taken full three days. Uh, but we got there Thursday, obviously got all day Friday and we left um, Saturday afternoon. But I would have liked to have Saturday to like recoup and leave that night or like later in the day, at least leave by like three or four, you know? Um, so if you, also if you would enjoy, don't do a weekend wedding just because I'm saying, I'm saying if it's something you want to do, like Robbie and I both have really big families. Um, all of our friends for the most part, I would say get along. I don't know anyone off the top of my head that, mm, I guess I know. Okay, let's move on. So for the most part, I think our friend group is really good and they get along with my friends, his friends, everyone combined. It was a really it was just a really good time having everyone together, especially people that we don't get to see a lot or people that don't get to mix and mingle a lot, like having our grandmothers hang out, distant relatives hang out. It was just really, really nice. Um, and it was a beautiful weekend. So I think that was my favorite part of the entire wedding. Just having that time with everyone um, and getting to see everyone. I don't feel like I spent obviously I was the bride. So I didn't get to spend enough time with, um, some people that I hadn't seen in a while, but I got to at least speak to everyone. And I would say that helped with us getting there Thursday and the rehearsal dinner. I definitely got to make my rounds and say hi to everybody and have a few quick conversations here and there. Um, I will say I've always heard like people hook up at weddings and like are looking, I don't know of anyone that hooked up, but I do feel like I got a lot of people coming up to me like, oh, who's that? And who's that? Are they single? And I was like, ah. first of all, my mind, my mind is on a thousand. Um, I'm having a nervous breakdown. 
And I just couldn't handle that. But now looking back, I was like, wow, people really are not lying about like people just randomly hooking. Like people were ready to do that. I don't think it happened though. Not that, I feel like I would know because I love being in everybody's business. I don't think it happened. Um, so let's talk about the stress. So I was at my rehearsal dinner and I honestly, I had some anxiety. Okay, before the rehearsal dinner. So Wednesday morning, Wednesday afternoon, my maid of honor and I did some errands, just like things we needed um, before we got, just little things we forgot um, well, that we wouldn't forget. So we went to the store, we went to Target, and then after that, we got my eyebrows done. And let me just remind you guys, I don't know if I talked about this on the episode or not, like last year, but I got my eyebrows done last year, a year before my wedding, and the girl botched them terribly. Like, took me back to 2007. That's how bad they were. So I have not touched my eyebrows since last June. Haven't. I've probably like touched up my unibrow a little bit, but that is it. I haven't plucked, haven't like, haven't got a wax, haven't got a thread, nothing, nothing. And I was on the fence about whether I was going to get my eyebrows done or I wasn't. I was just going to let my makeup artist fill them in because I know that she could. And... I made a game time decision that I was going to get them done, just get them cleaned up, being that I haven't gotten them done in a year. They just needed to be a little clean, just to clean them up. So I got my maid of honor was like, I'm going to go with you. I'm going to make sure like this doesn't happen again. I'm laying in the chair. And again, I haven't got them done in, in a year. So it's hurting a little bit. I'm getting threaded. And I, I don't know what happened. I, I don't know how. All I know is I... She was almost done. And I guess I opened my eyes up a little bit and kind of like, kind of looked at my friend Brittany, but I didn't see the mirror. And Brittany's eyes got so big, like literally gigantic. And she told the lady to stop and to not touch me and for me to look at my eyebrows. I stood up, I looked in the mirror. And when I tell you it took everything out of me to not ball up my fist, and just fight this woman. Like I wanted to murder her. I actually wanted to put my hands around her neck and choke her out and watch the life come out of her. That was the only thing I felt in that moment. So she had the nerve. Brittany's like yelling at her. I kind of went into like a blur. Like it was really all a blur to me. I was just like on tunnel vision looking at my eyebrows like, oh my God, how are we here again? How are we here again? And all I hear Brittany in the background like, you don't understand, she's getting married tomorrow. Oh my God. And the lady was like, I can fix them. <laughs> and now it's funny. In the moment, it wasn't funny. And I remember Brittany saying, what are you going to do? Pick up the hair off the floor and glue it back onto her eyebrows? No, I, I hope she doesn't. Actually, I wish she could have done that. I wish that was actually possible. So she touches me and she goes, "Let lay down. Let me fix them. Brittany goes, you can't fix them. Leave it alone. Do not touch her. And I was like, you know, and I was actually really calm. Like I was really trying to hold it together Is as best as I could. And I just said, you know, it's fine. I'm going to go. Mind you, we had to the register. I still paid her. I still tipped her. That is how much I, I was like out of it. Brittany goes, why did you tip her? I was like, I don't even know. Mind you, when we first got there, I said, I just want to clean them and keep them thick. Brittany repeated it and said, she just wants it to be clean. Like, she just wants you to clean it up a little bit, but keep her eyebrows the way that they are. 
And I remember Brittany, before she started, she said it. She was like, just clean them. Just clean them. I don't know what went wrong. I don't know if there was a language barrier. You know, I'm really still till this day unsure. And I don't know if I could ever see this woman again. Like my hands are, like if you can hear them, I'm getting upset again. Because it was like my worst nightmare. Have you guys ever seen Grey's Anatomy and Christina Yang on her wedding day? And she said, mama took my eyebrows. That was me. I had no, I still have no eyebrows actually. Like I'm touching them right now. I just want to cry. Anyway, so as I pay her, I tip her, I walk out. Brittany looks at me. <laughs> Meanwhile, now she's made this huge fuss. They were bad. She wasn't lying. But like she told me to get out the chair. She totally stopped touching me. Like she does all this. We walk out the store and I guess she could see in my face like I was on the brink of freaking out. And she goes, it's not that bad. I literally put my hands over my eyes and was like, how could this happen? How could this happen? How could this happen? Also, we were in, if you're from Jersey, we were in the mall, which we were in Freehold Mall. Mother, excuse my language, but I have to do it for theatrics because if I don't, you guys will understand. As I was literally crying and like, I was like sobbing into my hands in the middle of Freehold Mall. But still walking. Like, me and Brittany are walking together. And I was like, how could this happen? Like, I don't understand. Like, why would she? I said, why would she do this to me over and over again also? And then out of nowhere, in the middle of the mall, I I swear something snapped at me. And I go, fuck! And Brittany just looked at me. Also, I would just like to say, no one in the mall budged when I did that. So I was not the first person to do that in the mall. Like, I was not the first bride or someone that went there for something good and it ended up being ruined that screamed fuck in the middle of the mall. I didn't feel like one person even turned around to, to look what had happened. And I just kept walking and I called my mom and I was like, she took my eyebrows. And my mom goes, what? And I was like, I have no eyebrows. I'm not getting married. I can't get married. I'm not having a wedding. So dramatic, but also like in that moment, that was all I could think about. Like, how can I get married with no eyebrows? And I think it hurt more just because I did not get my eyebrows done for an entire year. An entire year. Do you understand me? Like, I made sure not to get my eyebrows done so that this wouldn't happen. So that they could grow out and they could be beautiful and they could be luscious. And literally, she took me back a whole year. Traumatized. So when I say this, I'm not kidding. I do not plan to get my eyebrows done for a very long time. Like, I think I'm good with being bushy and just doing my own universe. I don't know. I don't know if I trust anyone. I don't even know how I got up to the altar on Friday and said I do because trust was gone for me. Like, I lost all trust in humanity and people. Like, how can you trust someone after that? Twice. I. This is like my high school breakup all over again. It's like I'm taken back to a point where I'm, I'm 16 and you're telling me that you love me, but yet you're doing something with another girl. Actually, two girls. Like, what's happening here? How am I here? I thought I was smarter than this. You know what I mean? It took me back to a really dark place in my life. I just wanted a bonbon, but I couldn't because I had to try on a dress. So this is my PSA. You know, don't get your eyebrows done. Just don't because I don't know what else to say. I, 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 I'm literally traumatized. I'm shaking. Let's move on. So... That happened. Um, that was probably the first worst thing to happen. Second worst thing to happen would be um, that one of the groomsmen was late to the rehearsal dinner. I found out the morning of before the rehearsal dinner, he had not left North Carolina, which was at least, I think, seven to eight hours away. And it was like 9 a.m. and he hadn't left. And the rehearsal dinner was at 
the well rehearsal started at five actually and then the dinner was six six thirty yeah great so that was another freak out um but we don't need to get into that one then last but not least um you know i've calmed myself down i'm at the rehearsal dinner i've at least had two glasses of red wine you know just to calm me down i didn't want anything super heavy something light something that wouldn't give me a hangover and i'm having a great time you know we actually i love the way my mother set up the table so now looking back um that are it was like a lot of little round tables so i think the round table was set six people each so at my table was me obviously robbie um my friend Brittany, my friend janae and then next to robbie were his friend chris and his brother jarvis and then I was like, wait, guys, this is like a day one's table. Like Robbie, Chris is one of Robbie's longest friends. Obviously, Jarvis is his brother. And then Brittany and Janae are my, I've known them both since I was seven years old. So they are like my two longest friends that I've had. So it was just like a very cute, fun table. So we're sitting there, we're drinking, we're all laughing, we're having a great time. And I get a text message um, from the person that was supposed, that, that was doing my hair. And he told me that he missed his flight. You know, in that moment, all I did was just, I, I put, meanwhile, Brittany has been with me for every bad moment. Since she landed, there was nothing that was going right. Poor girl. I don't think Brittany will ever be in a wedding ever again. And it's because of me. And I'm so sorry for that. And I slid my phone. I put my phone on the table and I slid it to Brittany. I didn't even say a word. And I let her read the text. And she like, after she read the text, her, her head like flipped up and she looked at me. And I was just like forcing a smile. I was like, I'm fine fine I'm doing great and she's like it's okay it's okay so then she slides the phone over to Janae she does the exact same thing head flips up looks at me I go I'm fine I am fine like I didn't know what at this point it was like you know they say things happen in threes am I not supposed to be getting married tomorrow like what is going on what is happening here and so I got up and I walked over to my mom's table and I bent down and I just looked up and she goes what's wrong and I said, my hairdresser missed uh, his flight and he doesn't know if he's going to make it. And she did the same thing Brittany and Janae did. She just like, her eyes got big and she looked at me. And I said, but I'm fine. And I think in that moment she realized like, you know, we're just going to have to play along with this. And she goes, it's going to be fine. I said, yeah. I said, I feel like there's nothing but fire around me, but I'm fine. I swear I'm good. She goes, it's going to be fine. I said, okay. Got up, sat back down. Uh, we had an after party after the rehearsal dinner. I tried to be a part of it. I really did. That is what I regret. I regret letting all these things get me upset. That is what I regret about the whole entire weekend. And I really tried. Like, I really, really tried to be a part of it. Robbie was having a good time. All the girls were having a good time. My family was having a good time. But there was just something in part of me that I was like, I don't know what's happening with my hair tomorrow. I need to go just take a moment. So I went upstairs, I lay, I changed, I washed my face, I got into bed. And we made everyone like a um, little welcome bag with all our all of our favorite treats in them. Um, and there were Rice Krispie treats in there, which are my favorite. When I tell you, I grabbed this Rice Krispie treat and snuggled into my bed. And that was my safe place for me that night, you know, just eating that Rice Krispie treat in bed. And I needed that. It was comfort. And I didn't cry. I did not cry. And my mother walks in. And she goes, what's wrong? And I sobbed. And I'm going to look to him tomorrow. I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do with my hair. 
And I just stopped. And she's like, Jasmine, it's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. And I just sat and I cried and I ate my Rice Krispie treat. And then Robbie came to bed. Maybe like, Fendi, please sit down, sweetie. He came to bed maybe like 20 minutes after that. Um, smelling like cigars. Which I had, what's craziest to me is I forgot how much I hate the smell of a cigar. And yet, two weeks before the wedding, I was like, hey, I was like, I think it'd be really like a nice since we have after parties. You know, after the rehearsal dinner and after the wedding. If you got all like got a bunch of cigars for the guys, it was literally my idea. Am I stupid? Anyway, he gets in bed, brings the cigars. I'm like, oh, I can't even. I was like, you need to go somewhere. And the sweetest thing. He's so sweet, but just wanted to punch him in his face, but love him. And he was like, can you promise me something? And I was like, what? He was like, don't let little things stress you out tomorrow. I also think he was drunk. But, you know, it was just like the sweetest little thing. And I was like, okay. Meanwhile, that didn't happen. But here nor there. But those were like the biggest things that happened that had me so stressed and upset. And that's something I do regret. I, I regret that I didn't, um, I didn't let myself just be like, okay, it is what it is. It's just going to happen. I'm just not that person. And we all know my anxiety is really, really bad. And I no longer have a therapist. So like if I had Nadia to like dial up real quick, I could have dealt with those things so differently. You know what I mean? If I could have a quick FaceTime session with her, even a phone call, maybe a few texts, I could have been great. I could have got through that easily. Wouldn't have cared. But I was alone, naked and afraid. You know, what was I supposed to do? I don't think there was any other way for me to act without a therapist. I acted the best way I knew how. Um, okay. Last but not least, something I want to talk about. Marriage. So everyone's been asking the question, what's it like being married? What's different? If you've been following me for a while, if you are my friend, if you've ever had a conversation with me, you know that um, I, I, I've never wanted kids and I've really never wanted to be married. Um, and it's really funny because my friend Janae said she wanted to give if, well, she didn't want to because she would have sobbed like she did the whole weekend. Sorry, but she did. Um, she said if she could have gotten up without sobbing, she would have said like, I can't believe like we are here there. Like Jasmine always said, she never wanted to be married and she never wanted kids like this is love. So let's talk about it. I've, I don't know. I've never been a girl who has sat and thought about like, oh my God, I really cannot wait to have a husband. And I mean, maybe, maybe when I was in high school, but I don't ever feel like, I feel like I've always been like, oh, I want a rich husband. I feel like I've always thought that, like I want to have a rich husband and a huge ring and like things like that. But I've never sat and thought like, oh, I want to be married. I want to have kids. I want to have a family. I don't, that's never gone through my mind. Um, I've just n- never been one of those girls. And I feel like if you've listened to the podcast, even as I've been engaged, I've been very preachy about yourself and don't let guys dictate to you. And it's okay if you're not, you know, where you want to be, if you're in your thirties and you're not in a relationship and you don't have a serious boyfriend or this or that. I've, I'm preach very preachy on those things because that's just how I feel. I don't think, and I get like coming from me, it could be like, you're only saying this because you do have a guy and like you're now married or you were engaged. And no, I feel like I've felt that way even before I met Robbie. I never let a guy dictate my worth. Um, so marriage was never the end all to be all with me. Um, it obviously like I've only, has it even been a month? No, it hasn't. So like nothing really feels different to me. Um, Robbie and I have always felt 
like life partners. I don't think we needed to be married to know or to act differently with each other. You know, like we bought a house before we were legally married. You know, we we have a savings account together. We pay bills together. You know, I don't, the only difference is, is legally we are buying to each other. And if we divorce, it's going to be really expensive because I would take him for everything he has. And I would change Leaks Fitness and turn it into a nail salon. So, you know, sucks for him. But I don't know. I don't, I can't explain why I've never wanted to be married. Um, I can't, I don't know if I can explain what it, what changed for me. I guess it would, I mean, this sounds super sappy, but I guess I would just say Robbie changed that for me. Um, speaking of, he just texted me, asked me what time I'm home. I'm actually already home and working. Thanks, bye. Um, but I, yeah, I don't know. The only answer would be Robbie changed that for me. And I don't know when it happened or how it happened. It just did. Um, yeah, I don't know. I yeah, I can't explain it. I just feel like I just, it was like I went from, no, I never want to be married and never have kids to like, wow, I can't see my life without Robbie and I am okay with being married to him and I want to be married to him. You know what I mean? Like it kind of went from don't want it to like, I want it with you. I don't know if I would want to be married to anybody else. So I guess that means he's my soulmate. I hope he, he thinks that I'm his. I would assume. I would assume. I would hope so. I'm going to say I am. Maybe I'll ask him when he comes on the pod. Uh, but yeah, that's just how I feel. Now, kids, on the other hand, let me say this. I do not want kids. And this is going to sound really bad. And it's going to suck that this will be out because I will eventually have kids. I have always felt, me personally, not about other people, about other people's children, just me wanting to get, one, I don't want to give birth. Let me make that very clear. I do not want to be pregnant. I do not want to get big. And I know, I like to eat. Do you know how I'm going to eat when I'm pregnant? It's going to be disgusting. I'm going to be huge. Remember when they were posting uh, photos and videos of Kim Kardashian and putting her next to a whale? Y'all are going to be putting me next to hippos because... I'm going to be on like 600 pound life or whatever, because it's going to be bad. Anyway, that's number one. Number two, I, I like babies. As we know, I was a nanny. I've babysat. I do well with babies. I do well with at least up to four. After that, I think that children are demons. I don't like kids that can talk. I don't like kids that talk back. I do not like fresh kids. I do not like rude kids. I don't like snotty kids. Uh, I don't like disheveled kids. I don't like kids in my space. Yeah, just don't, I don't like them. You know what I mean? It's just not for me. I've always felt like they were a waste of space and air. That sounds harsh, but that's just the, that's what I feel. And I'm going to be honest about it. Um, I've given in and I, I will have a child. I will have one child and I will see one, obviously how the pregnancy goes. And then two, if I actually like it, like if it comes out and I'm like, oh yeah, no, this is okay. Like I can do this. She's fine. He's fine. He's cool. She, they, whatever, whatever they want to be, you know, 
whatever happens with that, I'll call it, you know, I call kids it and I get yelled at, but now it's okay. Now we can say they, I don't know what's the difference. I do. I'm being, that was a joke that might not go over well. So I just wanted to make sure that that was a joke, but I've always said like, Oh, I'm not, I don't know if I'm going to like it. And people like it was like, yeah, I don't know if it's going to be a boy, a girl, them, they, there. I don't know. So it, I think it is actually the best thing to call these things. No, regardless, irregardless, not regardless, irregardless, you know, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't think I'm going to know until it's here. And I don't think I'm going to be a terrible parent. And I think I'll like my kid. But if I don't like love it, then I'm not going to have another one. You know, if Robbie has to leave me for that, I totally understand that is his prerogative. And I would, you know, he could go on his merry way. Because once he has one kid with me, he's stuck with me for 18 years. So cheaper to keep me, honestly. I put her in, I would put them in the most expensive school that he would have to pay for. Um, you know, I would be like, you know, they grew up with these things. They cannot come accustomed to this life. You know, they've come accustomed to this life. They can't go back. So, you know, it would just be in his best interest to stay with me and his one child. And if he wants to have a side baby, you know, he has to do what he has to do. Cause then, you know, we should get a prenup and I should put that in there. That if he has a side baby, he has to pay me. Wow. The mind is going, let's put that in my notes. So I remember, um, so yeah, that is basically how this woman who never wanted to get married has finally gotten married. Um, I had a beautiful time. I think it was a beautiful weekend. I would definitely say if you can do more than just one day, do it. It just makes a difference and it makes we had a, a weekend of an experience, you know what I mean? So many different things happened. We had such a good time. I loved every second of it and I wouldn't change anything besides me freaking out about things that I had no control over that ended up, excuse me, ended up working out anyway. Um, and that's the crazy thing is you hear that all the time, but in the moment, you know, it's really hard to look past that my hairdresser might not get here or, oh my God, one of the, one of the groomsmen might not make it or mama took my eyebrows. Like, how am I supposed to get past that? You know what I mean? It is what it is. But wedding, the wedding was amazing. Wedding planning was not amazing. Um, and yeah, that is my catch up with y'all real quick podcast since it has been a minute. Um, things are changing. You know, I am deciding what we're going to do with reality TV Mondays, reality recaps. Um, I don't know if I'm going to change the day. I am also very behind on a lot of episodes so I don't even know where we are going to begin so as of now reality recaps are just on hiatus right now they will be back I, I just can't talk about it if I'm not watching so I'm going to do my best for the next week to get all caught up and then we will be back with Beverly Hills and Shaw's and I don't think I'm recapping New York I'm kind of over it um and Potomac is coming so maybe that I, I'm more I'm, I'm I'm getting my life together and I think Vanderpump Rules is coming on. I might be mistaken, but I think that's coming soon too. So, you know, stay tuned. That will be out. Um, and we will be bringing you new guests. Um, 
you know, I take these little breaks just because I need my mind to clear. So I hope that you understand, but we are back. Stay tuned for a new episode next Wednesday, and I will keep you updated on, you know, our Monday reality recaps for then follow us on J us. It's only me. I'm a one woman show. I don't know why I say us one day. It'll be us one day. I'll have a producer. I mean, I do have a producer shout out to Alex Kupo. She is not paid. So you know what us, we, us, we, them, all of us were a team. You know, you guys are my team as well. So follow us on at J Nola ism on Instagram for, you know, your daily headlines. And also the newsletter will be back if you want to be a part of that, you know, to just DM the journalism page your email and I will add you to the list. Until next time, guys. Bye. And that wraps it up for this episode of Janolaism. You know where to find us at Janolaism on Instagram. And please share, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts. If you don't have Apple Podcasts, Oh, you're a droid user. Sorry. But you can also listen on Spotify and of course, Anchor.